Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Let's Be Heard for Monday, January 31st, 2022. I'm Mike Cacciopoli. Small fringe minority. That was Justin Trudeau, who ran away. He ran away from the small fringe minority. If it's such a small fringe minority, Justin, why did you run away? There are rumors he's run away to the United States of America, where he knows no one protests. You know, I'm very, very proud. After two years of really being down in the dumps over the submissiveness, the sheepishness uh, of Canadians, the submissiveness of Canadians, I am so proud to see that the truckers have taken over. The truckers have given voice to two years of ruthless, draconian, pointless, devastating, societal devastating mandates, useless control freak mandates mandated upon us by feckless leaders who run away when the heat gets turned up. A truly feckless man who claims this small fringe minority of tens of thousands, 50, 60, 70,000 trucks, hundreds of miles of trucks, of truckers who are spending one week, two weeks, three weeks, defending our freedoms, getting our freedoms back for us, forcing the leaders of this of Canada and of this world to give us our freedoms back, something that should have happened a long time ago. This small fringe minority, as Justin Trudeau says, with beliefs that are wrong, wrong beliefs, beliefs that should not be tolerated, he said, wrong thoughts, bad thoughts. Now he wants to control our minds and our thoughts, Justin Trudeau. We have wrong, evil thoughts. Speaking of evil, isn't Justin Trudeau perfect for like a movie villain? Wouldn't a movie villain character, wouldn't a great writer write a movie villain character just like Justin Trudeau, young, quote-unquote good-looking, speaks calmly, you know, with that passive aggressiveness right below the voice, that calm, that calm demeanor with the evil tone running right through it, right beneath it. Very calm. Kind of like John Malkovich in his evil roles. You know that John Malkovich voice? Where he talks very calmly. Very calmly in effect. But yet very evil and very dangerous. That would be the perfect character. Justin Trudeau would be the perfect movie villain. I just saw a movie, which I will review on Friday. I don't know why I'm reviewing it, because 80 million people have already seen it. It's Spider-Man. But I finally gave in after like a month and a half and saw it. But Justin Trudeau would be a perfect villain for like a a Spider-Man, a comic book movie. A perfect villain. Perfect villain. I do not, I do not appreciate your, your thoughts, your thoughts that are not worthy of the Canadian people. Your thoughts... That kind of a voice. That's what I'm talking about. He's such an evil person. Look at him. Look at him. Look at these Hitler wannabes. These Hitler wannabes. I mean, at least Hitler lasted. I mean, Hitler didn't, Hitler didn't go on the lamb right till the end, right? Right when he knew it was over. Then he went on the lamb and did himself in. But look at this guy. As soon as the heat gets turned up, as soon as any protest, there have been no protests in Canada for two years, just like the United States. 
you know, these little marches here and there, but nothing like we're seeing in Europe. You know, nothing, nothing like tens and tens of thousands of people on the streets every day. There's been nothing. And the, the, the first little hint of an uprising, finally after two years of this, after two years of this torture, people are tired of this, they finally do something, and he runs away. The leader of the country runs away. You know, he was probably told, oh, Justin, it'll give it a little time. They'll get tired, they'll go away, and then we'll just continue the mandates for as long as the supreme leader you, your supreme leader Trudeau wants, as long as he wants, as long as he wants to keep this country in an emergency, don't worry, they'll protest for a week or two. There'll be some honking. They'll get some coverage on the fringe media networks, like, you know, like Vice and such, and Rebel News, but that's it. You know, the major networks in the, in the United States, like CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS, they won't show it. They won't show it. It's one of the biggest uprisings we've ever seen. It's really one of the biggest uprisings we've ever seen in modern history, actually. This is an amazing thing. These are truckers. You know, these are people who just want to, everyone to mind their own business. These people just want to go around. They're usually isolated, you know. They spend hours and hours and miles and miles on the road. In the old days, what was it, the CB, then it was a ham radio. <clears throat> now it's, of course, the internet and social media. And that's how they usually talk to people and Sometimes they'll meet at, at, at rest stops. But th- these people usually are just to themselves. And they do their job and they deliver our goods. They deliver what we need to survive. What we, the lazy people who sit on couches and talk into iPhones and have podcasts, we, the lazy, take their, their hard labor and live our lives in luxury. Yeah. These are the guys who do, and women, men and women who do the hard work, the hard work of delivering our goods that we need to survive. While we sit on our asses and enjoy the fruits of their labor. But they're usually to themselves, they're usually not very political. Not very political, maybe a little subtle bumper sticker here and there, that's maybe the most. They just want to live their lives do their jobs, support themselves and their families who often go days and weeks without seeing them. That's all they want to do. That's all they want to do is support themselves. And this son of a bitch, evil bastard Trudeau won't let them. So now they're not, now they're not just saying, you see, we thought this was going to be just about the mandate to go across the border. But now they said, no, no, no. Now you've gone too far, Justin. Now we're going to protest everything. We want all of the mandates dropped, just like they have been dropped in many countries, including the huge United Kingdom, the UK, other countries in Scandinavia, Denmark, the Netherlands. They're dropping everything. It's over. We're going to live with COVID. Most will live. Some will die like some die of the flu and some die of other diseases. But that's it. We're going, to, we're going back to normal. Actual, real, pre-March of 2020, normal. But not the United States. Not Canada. Not as long as Democrats exist in our country here. And not as long as the lefty wackos like Trudeau exist in Canada. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. These truckers, we will owe them everything. Because they will end this stuff. 
They will open people's mind. They will open people's eyes. People see what's happening now. Now, of course, the mainstream media, as Justin Trudeau knows, as Joe Biden knows, as all these scumbag Democrat governors and mayors know, won't cover this, which, of course, proves the mainstream media is big government. It is the elitist. It is the establishment. They towed the establishment elitist line, which is why many people rightfully believe they are the enemy of the people. They are the enemy of the actual people. They tow the establishment elitist privilege line. That's what they tow. Any little uprising by the actual people, and they don't even cover it anymore. They used to. There was a time when they weren't the enemy of the people, but they absolutely are now. Let me tell you something. This is coming from a guy who thought he was a progressive, who voted for Bernie Sanders twice. Twice. And in the general elections, voted for Jill Stein and and, and Howie Hawkins, the Green Party candidates, twice. Twice. This is just going back to 2020. I'm, I, I never liked Trump calling the media the enemy of the people. I thought it was a little too far and, uh, you know, provocative, a little too provocative for a president to call the media the enemy of the people. But you know what? He was 100% right. They are the enemy of the real people. They are the enemy of the actual real people. And they are proving it over and over and over again. Now, you don't have to agree. See, if you're, if you're a journalist, if you're CNBC or MSNBC or CNN, ABC, CBS, PBS, NPR, whatever you have, you don't have to agree with it. But you have to show it because it is a news story. It is a huge news story. It's a huge uprising. Like I said, the likes of which we haven't seen here in North America in a very long time. But they won't even cover it because they do not want people to wake up. They don't want people to see there are others like them out there. They want people who believe the mandate should be dropped to think they are a fringe minority. They don't want to see that they are the majority because they just want to keep the establishment elitist privilege narrative going. Their narrative of big government. The narrative of big pharma. Which is now the narrative of big media and big tech. So good on these truckers. These truckers that we, the real people, will talk about every day now. Every day I will talk about these courageous freedom fighters in Canada. And the evil movie villain. Well, I wish he was a movie villain. He's a real villain. Justin Trudeau running away from it all. Proving what he is. Proving what a feckless little scumbag he is. I don't know why people get on Joe Rogan. This is much worse than Joe Rogan here, what I'm doing. I mean, come on. This is much more subversive. All Rogan does is interview people for three hours. He interviews people. What, they don't like that he interviews certain people? Why well, certain people shouldn't be interviewed? He interviews everybody. I mean, it's a great talent, by the way. I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not putting him down. I'm just saying this is much ado about nothing. This is just all about the censorship, the left wanting to censor anything that they don't – forget they don't agree with. Most on the left haven't even listened to him. Most of these people who want to silence Joe Rogan have never even listened to him. It's just the idea of him that bothers them. The idea of a guy who interviews people that they don't want interviewed for three hours. He interviews – 
it's not just – I think I could interview – I really think I could interview Martin Scorsese for three hours. I do. I think I could interview Woody Allen or Clint Eastwood for three hours. I think I can interview Derek Jeter for three hours. But then I'd have to interview some MMA fighter, right, which is what Rogan does. He's been, or I have to interview some basketball player. Or I'd have to interview some a doctor. Or I'd have to interview – who else do I have to interview? <laughs> You know, I have to interview someone who, uh, you know, plays the violin. I don't, he interviews everybody for three hours, which is amazing. There's nobody in the mainstream media who can interview anybody for three hours. Like I said, I might be able to do it with, with certain people that I'm really into and know a lot about. But just to have, you know, all these different people, all these different, uh, you know, um, places in life, all these different occupations, all these, you know, whether it could be a celebrity or it can be a politician, or it can be a doctor, or it can be a lawyer. You know, it could be anybody, and he can interview them for three hours. It's, it's really great. I mean, this is a very, very smart man because he is curious about everything. I mean, he's curious about everything, which is great to be curious. I mean, most of us aren't curious about everything, and he's curious about everything, which allows him to do these lengthy, in-depth interviews. For three hours with all these different people, very eclectic people. So, but, but the whole idea that this should not be allowed, that this is called misinformation because in a three-hour interview, there might be 20 minutes of three hours that you don't agree with. You don't agree with the person who's being interviewed. You don't agree with what they're saying when they are much more of an expert in their field than you will ever be in anything. But you don't agree with them, so you want this censored. You want it taken off. Well, I have to say, this is not a big thing, this is not earth-shattering, but if Spotify censors Joe Rogan, I will take this podcast off Spotify. This podcast is on about 12 other platforms, uh, and there are more, more platforms I can put it on. I'm just too lazy to investigate it, but there are about 12 major platforms this is on, so I'll just take it off because I'm not going to deal with this shit. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The left, which don't like to be called communists as they become communists, as they act like communists, as they act like communists. You don't want to be called a commie. Don't act like one. I don't like using the word, but if you start acting like one, I'm going to call you it. They're acting like communists. They are. What they're doing is they're making the people on the right who have called them commies and socialists all these years, they're making them right. They're proving them right. And I never liked that. I don't like throwing these labels around, these boogeyman, I call boogeyman labels, around. I don't like it. I don't like you know, calling people extreme right-wingers, extreme left-wingers, uh, commies, socialists. I don't like it. But you know what? It's starting to fit. These labels are starting to fit. The fascist label certainly fits. It fits. Over the last two years, it's pure fascism from the left. So you know, you're making this like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. When you continue to want to censor, censorship, censorship of this kind certainly goes back to the worst kind of communism. There's no doubt about that. That's a fact. It's history. Look it up. So once again, if you don't want to be called these words, then don't act like this. Don't act like this. (laughs) I mean, why shouldn't – why don't we do this then? Why don't we have a show – 
There's a show on television, right, with a bunch of idiotic women who have no brains whatsoever, a total IQ of probably 80 between them. Why do they get to have a show every day? It should be censored. It should be taken off. These are total morons that have low IQ, that know nothing, yet they get to jab on television and have millions of viewers brainwashing people every day. Take them off. They're brainwashing people. Take them off. It's to the point now where they don't even have a, a, uh, a right-wing viewpoint anymore. It's all left view. So it's all left propaganda. Take them off. It's not fair. It's not fair and balanced. Take them off. You see, we can play this game forever. We can play this game forever. And it goes both ways. So either everyone, either everyone is heard or nobody's heard. That's the way it works. Either everyone's heard or nobody's heard. How do you want it to be in this country? How do you want it to be? Make your mind up. Small fringe minority, says Justin. Small fringe minority. <laughs> then he runs away. <laughs> hey, why do you have to run away from just a small amount of people? You can't handle them? So Canadians are uprising. These truckers are really showing their courage and what they're worth and showing these leaders for who they are, which are feckless cowards like Justin Trudeau. And then we have the people here in California, like London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, Eric Garcetti, the mayor of Los Angeles, and of course, the hair jail king himself, supreme ruler of California, Gavin Newsom. Showing up at the NFC Championship game in Los Angeles between the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams and posting on Twitter. Go on Twitter. Please go on Twitter. Go on London Breed's Twitter feed and go on Gavin Newsom and Eric Garcetti's Twitter feed. And we can also add Magic Johnson into this. As they show themselves smiling without masks from the luxury boxes in Los Angeles. Everyone's smiling and having a great time in the luxury box, in, inside the luxury box, indoors. There's an indoor mask mandate, by the way, imposed by one of the people at that event, Gavin Newsom, extended to February 15th. I believe that's the latest extension. And they are posting photos and videos of themselves with Magic Johnson and laughing and having a great time without masks in their luxury box, inside the stadium, in the hallways, where they're supposed to be wearing masks because Babs Farrar, the L.A. health czar, said masks must be worn for these games. Laughing. Now, they're posting this stuff on Twitter. Now, think about that. They are laughing in your face. They're simply laughing in your face. They're saying, look, we can do what we want. We can tell you to wear a mask till the end of time. We can tell your children they have to wear masks outdoors in school, and we don't have to wear them indoors at a football game. We're going to post these photos. We're not going to do this and like not show anybody and hide from it or pretend we didn't do it. We're not going to be subtle about it. We're not going to be secretive because we know we can laugh in your face, and you're not going to do anything. You're not going to do with those Canadians. This is the, this is this is California, baby. You're not going to do. This is America. You're not going to do what the Canadian truckers are doing, and that's not going to happen. No one's going to do that here. No one's going to back up. No one's going to line up miles to the state capitol in Sacramento or the or City Hall in in L.A. or San Francisco. They're not going to camp out there for weeks protesting. But no, they're not going to do that here. We know that. we're going to laugh in your face. We are laughing in your face. As you 
lose your job because you don't have a vaccine. And there are reports that Gavin Newsom didn't have to show his vaccine passport to get into the stadium the way everyone else has to. Once again, we can do whatever we want. We are laughing in your face. And wait a minute, it gets even better. It gets even better. We will laugh in your face. We will tell you what to do, and we don't have to do the same things that you have to do, and you're going to reelect us. <laughs> oh, boy. Laughing in your face. You like that? That's what they're doing. And they continue to do it. London Breed, she treats, we hear. We, we, uh, we hear. Uh, is, that, is that English? We hear? Is that, what does she write? It was something. It wasn't English, though. It was some other language that I don't understand. Maybe you understand this language. Let's look up London Breed on Twitter. This is why you have two cell phones, you see? This is why I'm very smart, very smart. Smarter than you people think I am. Okay, here we go. Yeah, here's London Breed. Yeah, we had a great season, 49ers. So proud, great game. We out here. This is, this is what she wrote at the game. We out here. We out here. We we feel in the spirit here. We out here. Is that, is that English? I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, with a smile on her face as she sits there with no mask on. As she talks to people in the hallways with no mask on. In the corridors. In the luxury suite in Los Angeles. We out here. We out here laughing in your face. We out here laughing in your face, baby. We feel in the spirit, baby. You can't, but we can. We can. We can. <laughs> hmm. Oh, maybe, well, it's been about two years. The Canadian truckers are out there now. Maybe four years or seven years down the line, there'll be some protests in this country. Maybe in 2030, if this is still going on, there might be some Rallies of 10, 15 people in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Who knows, maybe. But I doubt it. I doubt it. Eric Garcetti, London Breed. The hair gel king, Gavin Newsom, hobnobbing with uh, Magic Johnson. By the way, who was immunocompromised with no masks on. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, I got to get her off her feed now because I can't take it anymore. Yeah, what 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 they've what she's done here now is a uh, come Tuesday, you don't have to. I think I mentioned this on the last show, but I wanted to get a little more in depth of how stupid this is. So on Tuesday, you can now, you know, once again they've studied Stockholm syndrome. They know just give a couple, a little bit of freedom back, give like two percent of the freedom back, and people will get on their knees and thank them. Um, and then of course they'll yank them out again, like they've done about seventeen times. But anyway, on Tuesday you can now go to a gym. As long as you're totally boosted, but you, have, you have to have all three shots, by the way. Two isn't enough. Two useless vaccines are enough. You have to have a third useless vaccine that gives you Omicron, that gives you a better chance of getting Omicron. Hold on. I want to be medically accurate so Spotify doesn't take me off. You have a better chance of getting, of getting Omicron if you have the booster, which we know from numbers, okay, because 80% of the cases and – by the way, most of the hospitalizations and deaths are also in the vaccinated with Omicron too. So the whole idea that this is a, you know, a, 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 a pandemic of the unvaccinated, of course, that flew out the window about a year ago. But we know what total bullshit that is. Anyway, you have to have all three useless vaccines in order to 
go to the gym. But if you have those three useless vaccines, you don't have to wear a mask. Or now you can have a, I believe this is true, it's so, it's so labyrinthian and ridiculous. It's like a Rube Goldberg device trying to figure out what you can do and what you can't do freely here in San Francisco. But you, I believe you can, have a va- you can have a medical exemption now, a medical or religious exemption plus a negative COVID test to get into the gym. But what doesn't make any sense to me and what hasn't been cleared up in this idiocy is does that mean just like if you're a, if you're a member and you're paying like $200 a, a month here like most people do, do you have to show it? Do you have to have a that? Do you have to have that negative test every time you go in? Do you have to have a new negative test within one day every time you go to the gym, or only the first time do you have to have the negative test, and then you never have to have a test again, even though you of course you can get COVID the next day or a week later? This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But of course, none of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. So now you can go into a restaurant, I believe, with a medical or religious exemption and a test. And now the – so the Russia would have to make sure that test, of course, was what in the last three days. It wouldn't make sense to have a test from three months ago, right? So that's something else the restaurants have to check. So they have to check your medical exemption or your religious exemption and your negative test in order to go in if you're not – if you don't have the three useless vaccines. Or you can just get the three useless vaccines. Then you can do whatever you want until this, the fourth one. Then you have to get the fourth one and the fifth one. This idiocy, this idiocy. What's next? Well, we've changed it. You can have a note from your mother, a note from your doctor or your mother, or a blessing from a priest or a rabbi, and then you can get in with a a negative COVID test or four vaccines. This This is the absolute lunacy we're living in in San Francisco. The absolute lunacy. These people sit around a desk every couple of months, and they say, what else can we do? What other mandates can we do? How can we alter the mandates but still keep mandates? How can we take away two mandates and add three others? How can we take away two rules and add another one and make it so complicated that people don't know what the fuck they have to do to go out and live their lives or work and earn a living? This is where I live. Do you feel sorry for me? Do you feel sorry for me if you're in Florida or Texas? If you're listening to this in San Antonio or if you're listening to this in Tampa or if you're listening to this in Naples, Florida or if you're listening to this in Omaha, Nebraska or, or St. Louis, Missouri, do you feel bad for me? Do you feel bad for me in Billings, Montana? Hey, you there in Boise, Idaho, do you feel bad for me? Do you feel bad for us? 40 million people reside in the state of California. That's five million more than Canada. Hey, maybe Gavin and Trudeau can run away together. And then we can start some rumors. We can start some rumors about the movie villain and the hair gel king. Oh, it is sick out there and getting sicker. As my former boss, Bob Grant, used to say. But boy, that was in the 90s when he said that. Yeah, there were some problems in the 90s, but it ain't as sick as it is now. Boy, we thought that, we thought that meant something in the early and mid-90s. It's sick out there and getting sicker. If only, please, bring back the mid-90s. Oh, bring back 1994. Please, please. 
So one thing I want to talk about, and I'll get into more detail. I just wanted to end on it. This is like a little tease for tomorrow is the Ukraine situation. I asked my friend in Russia, my friend in Russia, my friend, Arkady, who I had on the show a few weeks ago, who's from Russia. I said, what is, this, what is with Ukraine? Why does, why does Putin want Ukraine? Does he want Ukraine to be part of Russia? And he said, no. He said, no, no, no. <laughs> Putin doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO only to have United States put weapons on their border, aiming them at Russia. And I said, well, that makes sense. Why, would the U.S. want Russia to go into Mexico or Canada and point weapons at us? Of course not. We want, would want any hostile nation we see hostile to us setting up nuclear arm, weapons in, in Mexico on the border or Canadian border? Of course not. He said, yes, exactly. That's all. They just don't, they just don't want the Ukraine to allow their arch enemy, their arch nemesis to U.S. to set up weapons, nuclear weapons on the border, pointing them at Russia. I said, that makes perfect sense. Who would want that? But the media won't tell you that here. The media won't make it crystal clear. That's all Putin wants. So my question is, why can't we come to an agreement that there just won't be any, we won't have any, our weapons pointed at Russia, set up in the Ukraine? Why can't we just come to that agreement? And that's it. All, all is done. All is taken care of because the United States wants that ability. You see, this is, the, this is what the United States is about. Hide the real truth from the people here. Make them think Putin's just this crazy, evil guy who wants to take over Ukraine and end democracy. <laughs> like we have democracy here with, with Trudeau and, and Biden and, and Newsom running things. But don't tell the American people the truth. Because if you tell them the truth, they're going to say the same thing I said. Well, we'll just come to an agreement. But no, the United States wants to be able to do that. We want to be able to go in there and aim weapons at them. We don't believe anyone should do anything to us, but we can do it to them. What we don't want done to us, we can do to everyone else. And this has always been the, the case here. We'll talk more about this tomorrow and in future shows this week. But the fact of the matter is you're just being lied to. Most people are not being told the simple truth about this situation. Okay, that's our Monday show. Went by so quick. 30 minutes goes by so quick. This has been a Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Atropoli. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.